If you've ever done a job interview, then you know 80% of the core fundamentals of marketing. Yes, I'm wearing a tie today because I like probably just like you, I took a job interview today, taken several. And uh, the more job interviews I've done, the more I realize how much they are, the parallels I see between marketing your own business and the job interview process. Um, so let me kind of go through the parallels. By the end of this video, I think you'll kind of realize that if you're new to marketing, if you're new to branding, if you are running your own business, or if you're just thinking, or if you're in a full-time job thinking about starting your own business, and you're like, I don't know anything about marketing, I don't know anything about branding. If you went through that job hiring process, then you know about marketing. You know about, I'd say about 80% of marketing so far. Um, so let's kind of jump into it. Uh, Starting with your resume, your resume is about, and the, and the parallels I see with your resume are, it is a one-page collection. It is a concise document that tells me who you are, what you've done, and then maybe some people I can contact. And the parallels between that are, is just your website. So on the, on, you have a headline, you have a header, you have something catchy at the top, you have, on most resumes, you have like your name, and then you have you know, you, like your job title or what you consider your job title to be. Same thing on a website. You would say, here is the thing I do. Here's my name. And then a little bit more about me. And that could be a little blurb that could be, you know, on a resume, you have like a little one paragraph kind of blurb. It is all about how concise can you be? How like how short, sweet and to the point you can be uh, so that the person that is reading this finds it relevant, finds it interesting and wants to keep reading, wants to keep learning more about it. And then that kind of moves on to and and that kind of moves on to your portfolio. And this is all about selection. I've, I've seen tons of portfolios or or demo reels where they try to photographers, videographers, content creators try to jam as much into it as possible. I used to have a resume that was just like a list of 26 projects that I've done and maybe the idea was like I'll scare them with how much work I've done in the past, but it's really a good resume or a good portfolio or a good demo reel that you send out to a job application, the same thing applies to your website. It should be about choosing the top two, top three uh, pieces of work that um, are relevant to the job. Now, because you have to start thinking about how your work plays into a larger group of things. You don't want to just, you know, I don't want to show you my restaurant stuff and my fitness stuff and and every single piece of work that I've done in the past. I want to show you stuff that's relevant to the job, to what I'm applying for. Um, so if you're and the same thing applies with your clients. If you're talking with uh, a restaurant that needs you to do a photo spread or do some kind of uh, a restaurant video intro video for them, you don't necessarily want to show them your you know corporate work or show them your. I don't know, you're like industrial, uh, I have like industrial factory videos. You don't really want to show them that because it's not relevant to them. You want to, same thing in a job interview, when they, when they want to see your work, it should be relevant. It should apply to what they are looking for. So if they're looking for someone that has done this type of work, they need to see that type of work. Um, and yeah, okay, some clients can't think outside the box. They can't see beyond the work. Um, but when you are curating your content, when you are, if you're posting things on Instagram, if you're putting together the, what are the first few things that people see on your website? Um, it should be relevant to your target audience. Um, so in backing up, you probably have to know who your target audience is. So you, you need to know 
what they're looking for, what type of work they're looking for, and the type of work that's going to appeal to them and resonate with them. That's going to be the most important part. Next is the, I'm calling this the sales conversation. And this is when, you know, you're actually in a job interview and they say, you know, every time I'm in a job interview, they always ask, can you, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself? What are you, you know, that big question, tell us about yourself. It's not an invitation to, and I've done this, it's not an invitation to do your entire backstory or like, let me start back in college or back in high school. It's something what is short, concise, and relevant to the position. So this, uh, the job interview, the, that conversation, I'm a tr- I'm paralleling that with the sales conversation with your client. They want to hear your story that is relevant to the problem that they have. So again, going back to the same example, if it's a restaurant looking for some new restaurant photos or a new restaurant video, they want to know about the experience that you've had that is relevant to the restaurant industry, to the food industry, to making food related content. They don't really want to know how you back in high school did this or you in college started this commute project or community or they don't really it's not it's not that relevant. It's it's relevant to you because it's how it's what's led to the up to the point where you are today, how you see the world, how you understand the world, how you do the work that you do. Yes, it's relevant, but it's not to when it comes to the client, you have to kind of tailor that conversation. You have to for the sales conversation, you have to tailor it so that you're not just giving them a floodgate of information where you're just telling them every little detail, your favorite color, whatever your favorite type of camera lens, all that stuff. You just want to really narrow it down to this is who I am. This is the one thing that's about me. And that's really starting to narrow down your, um, I tell clients to start figuring out your niche, start figuring out, uh, like what's the one statement? I help this type of person solve this type of problem. So if you can't answer that, then you got to look back. Who is your ideal buyer? Who's your ideal client? And then figure out what are you trying to help them solve? So when they say, tell me a little bit about yourself, you say, I help this type. I help photographers with pricing their work. That's my, that's my business statement. So if you can, you just have to kind of figure that out. Like what's, what is the most concise, relevant thing? Um, and it, and we'll have to change if it's in front of a different client, if it's in front of a different project, uh, then you have to change that statement. You have to make it so that they're going to resonate with it. Um, which, can sound a little shady or even going back to like choosing and picking out your portfolio. Like you don't want to show them all the work. You want to show them some work and that can, some, that can sometimes feel a little secretive or like, you know, I have 50 video projects that I could share with people, but I only want to show you these three video projects. It's not so much about being selective or, or not select. It's not so much about being like secretive or shady or like you're hiding some of the work that you don't find is relevant to people. It's more about not overwhelming these people that don't really have a vested interest in you to begin with. So until the relationship is built, they're not really going to care about your deeper work. They want to see like, not necessarily the flash in the pan work, but the work that is, you know, what's the three best or the two best projects that you could show someone if they only had 30 seconds, 10 seconds of attention span, um, and then put that in front of them. Uh, like in a job interview, you want to talk about price. You want to talk about salary. The same thing with your client conversation. You don't want to wait to the very end. You don't want to wait to the the offer letter or the proposal to start talking about price. You, you know, you think this job is a hundred thousand dollars, and then they send you the offer letter, and it's fifty thousand dollars. That is, it's it's a total you know 
you would, he would say no to that job because you, your expectations were so high. So the same with your clients. If you, when you're in that sales conversation, you want to talk about price early and you don't want to show them a portfolio or don't want to show them a proposal just yet. You want to show them, you know, say it out loud, push out some numbers, get their kind of comfort. How comfortable are they with these numbers? How do you frame these, these kind of conversations so that you know, say like, all right, let's do this project. How, you know, I think we can do this project for about $5,000 and then kind of listen and gauge their, you know, gauge the reaction based on that number so that you're not going into the proposal phase. You're not going into the, you know, when you're sending the price sheet, you're not going to like, you're not taking a guess. None of the pricing should be a guess. It should all be based on information that you've had in previous conversations so that, you know, it makes sense so that when you show the client, the, you know, the, the pros, when you show the client the proposal, when you get the offer letter for a job, it doesn't come as a surprise. It, it was like, oh yeah, we, we talked about this. This is the number. It makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I'm comfortable with this. Cool. Um, finally, the one thing that's really hard to nail down is, I call it like the one big thing. It's just what's the, you know, we talked about like the business statement I help. These types of people solve this type of problem. But like, what's the one big thing about you that's going to really like make you different from all these people? Because a job interview process is sort of the like, it's kind of the inverse of a client process. Like an employer is looking for someone to hire, whereas you are looking for clients to hire you. So it's kind of like an inverse backwards. So like they want to know, you know, there are 50 and you know, in a job interview, they may be looking at a hundred different candidates or more. In a client conversation, they may be looking at other photographers, other content creators, uh, or they have a lot to choose from. So like, what's the one big thing about you that's going to separate everybody else? Um, and this doesn't, this can be a blanket statement that you just have kind of boilerplate. I've already built this. This, this is the one thing that distinguishes me from everybody else. The, or you tailor it. And I think you should try to tailor it to the conversation, tailor it to the client that you're, uh, that's sitting across the table from you. So the one big thing for me, I always say like, you know, you're hiring me as a content creator, but what makes me different from other content creators is that I have a marketing strategy background. I kind of think as a marketer, as opposed to thinking just like as a creative artist. So you're going to get that, uh, there's going to be some sort of business attachment to you, the results that we're going to work on in the video that we're about to produce. So that's the one different thing for me. What is it for you? And you're going to have to think about that. You got to do a little soul searching um, for your business. So if you, yeah, so that kind of wraps it up. If you have a full-time job and you're thinking about branching off and starting your own company and you, I think you after watching this, you'll realize that you know a lot more about marketing than you say you know or you think that you know, uh, because everything that you've done to get this job that you have to to go through the interview process, to send out your resume, to stand out, to write a cool cover letter, all of that is marketing essentially. All of it is distinguishing yourself, creating value. How do you you know creating value around you, the product, uh, so that you can get people excited to hire you? To, so you already know that. So it's the same thing with your business to your product. You have to start to figure out how can I, uh, okay, I'm, I'm selling this. This may not be the most unique thing in the world. So how do I start creating value around this? How do I start telling the story about me so that it's relevant to the people that are going to read this? Um, yeah, cool. So 
uh, with all that said, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, if you want to click on the link in my bio, I actually have a pricing guide because I know the pricing conversation can get a little tricky sometimes. Especially, I mean, in a job interview, it can get tricky. But if you are a wedding photographer looking to have a little bit more help with your pricing, kind of like start to understand those fundamentals because it, it it's not it's not just a guessing game. It's something that you know there's something you can apply the formula over and over and get the same results and uh hopefully you know close more deals with it so go to the link in the bio get that free guide for you guys and uh yeah my name is jordan anderson and i will see you on the next one okay episode's over before you swipe away i have two things for you to check out okay maybe three but just kind of stick with me number one is my daily email for photographers each day i'm sending out short actionable lessons on how to improve the business side of your photography business you'll learn about marketing strategy pricing your work and so much more sign up for the first five lessons on jordanpanderson.com it's my name with dot com it's it's pretty easy to remember Number two, and this is a big one, I'm offering one-on-one coaching for photographers who are looking to accelerate their business, get consistent leads, and build a brand they're proud of. Schedule a time to chat at jordanpanderson.com slash coaching. Last is number three. It's this podcast. I'm not asking you to subscribe or go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's a little bit, it's a little bit overdone. But I am asking you to go back, find an episode that resonates with you, download it, and give it a listen. My name is Jordan P. Anderson. I help photographers who hate marketing, and I'll see you on the next episode.